Paul W. Smith in focus with a very special guest standing by. Coming to town March 10th at the Music Hall. You can get tickets at musichall.org, musichall.org. Live tour in support of the national release of the motion picture Priscilla, the one and only Priscilla Presley. Miss Presley, God bless you. Thank you for coming on the show. We're looking forward to this conversation. Well, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to the conversation, too. Just don't ask me anything serious. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that'll be easy. Uh, I, I, I won't ask a, a one serious thing. Well, there might be one or two serious things. But here's what I want to say quickly. Uh, having, been married, having been married to an icon, a legend, etc., people tend to forget the spouse, and you, as the spouse, have done very well in your own right. Wait, well, let's not forget Dallas. Let's not forget uh, the Naked Gun. Three of them, I think, from uh, Naked Gun from the Files of Police Squad, then the Naked Gun Two and a Half, and the Naked Gun Thirty Three and a Third. The Final Insult. I mean, you've done a lot of good work, serious and funny. Thank you, thank you. That was that wasn't even work. That was so much fun working with Leslie Nielsen. I don't think it would it would take forever for us to get a scene to, uh, film because we'd be laughing all the time. And when we and and the stagehands would start laughing, and it was uh, it wasn't work. It was just fun. <laughs> that sounds great. That that does sound great. Now the film, I know you were pleased with the fact that Sofia Coppola was going to direct the movie. Priscilla, it's out. Uh, is there anything that was in the movie that you wish was changed, or something that you wish yeah. was there? And I'm going to say this, and I don't. That my wife Kim might kill me for this. But she, I did not see the movie. I'm not going to lie and say I saw the movie. I didn't see the movie. But my my mother-in-law, Erlene, my wife, Kim, saw the movie, loved the movie. However, and this is a part she may not want me to tell you, but I have to tell you to ask the question. They weren't that thrilled with the ending. And, and I don't know what happened in the end. But what did you feel about that? <laughs> oh, gosh, it kind of left you dangling. Uh, um, well, the, the movie, there's one thing I... I wanted to clear up in the movie is that when in the movie it has Elvis on the phone talking to Colonel Parker that's the scene he's on the phone in Elvis's office at Graceland and he's talking to Colonel and they get into an argument and I happen to walk in while he's upset with Colonel Parker at a rage uh, and he gets the chair and I am just stepping in uh, from the door and he takes he's looking down and he just picks Still looking down, he throws the chair at the wall, not knowing that I was there. So in the film, it looks like he's upset with me, and he and he throws it at me, and that's the one thing I I didn't like about the film. Oh they my goodness, that's wrong. a that's a big difference. <laughs> he wasn't yeah, throwing the yeah. chair at you; he was throwing the chair because of his anger with Colonel that's Parker. Right. Which leads me that's to the right. question: We had the editor, uh, editorial page editor, our good friend Nolan Finley, on just a moment ago, and I said, if you could ask Priscilla Presley, because he's a big Elvis fan, if you could ask uh -huh. Priscilla Presley one question, his question, and I'm going to turn it around a little bit, and the way I'm going to ask it is: Was Colonel Parker a bigger blessing than curse, or equal, or one more than the other? 
Well, it was definitely a love-hate relationship between Elvis and the Colonel, more so on Elvis's side, because uh, I don't, you know, he felt that Elvis, I mean, that Colonel never really got him and what he wanted to do. You know, he booked him in places. The Colonel, I mean, Elvis wanted movies. He wanted to be, he wanted serious movies that, that like James Dean or Humphrey Bogart, you know, movies that was, meant something that was serious and. You know, the movies he got was basically the same thing. Girls on the beaches and bikinis and and, and songs that he couldn't stand. And, um, he wait a minute, had, wait a uh, minute. Did yeah. you say songs or thongs? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> maybe both. <laughs> okay, all right. So so it was songs that he couldn't stand. Songs. Okay. Yeah, I didn't yes, know what, yes, yes. Priscilla, I honestly couldn't tell. I wasn't trying to make a joke there. Well, uh, I, I'm here to tell you that uh, you're being interviewed by one of the, maybe the few guys on a tour like this, old enough to say proudly, I saw Elvis in concert. And oh, wow. uh, it was an honor. It was a pleasure. I am going to say it's in the latter part of his career. He was a little confused on stage because he said, I hope you all come back again tomorrow. But he wasn't in Vegas, and he was, I think he was in Toledo, Ohio, and he was moving on to Cleveland or somewhere the next day, and and I felt he was surrounded by people who were happy to be associated with him to make a living, but not associated with him to pull him aside and say, Elvis, you got to stop doing this, or you got to stop doing that, or you're going to hurt yourself. Oh. Yeah, I don't think, uh, no, I don't think he would go for that. Um, I think that was just a mistake, you know, traveling. When you're traveling on your and you're doing tours, you do forget where you are. Right. You do forget. Now, where am I going now? Um, what, 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 what state are we in or whatever? Because it's, 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 listen, it's hard work. I mean, you, you don't get the sleep that you usually get. But, um, that, I, you know, that happens. Um, you, you just forget where you are. You're that just, just happens. That can happen to any performer. You know, oh, think, it has. It has, yes. I think people would be surprised to know that when they go see a, a singer, for example, these days, I don't think they did it when Elvis was doing this, but these days they actually have a teleprompter where yeah. the singer can see the words to a song they've sung 10,000 times. But they still put <laughs> the words true. up because yeah. because you're yeah. you're worn out, you're wasted, you're on the road and all of that. What are you going to do oh. when you come March 10th? And you're going to be... Uh, Jay Tower, very good guy, is going to be uh, moderating, and I, I think you're you're going to tell some stories people have never heard, but you're also mm-hmm. going to take uh, questions from the audience. It sounds to me. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. I get questions all the time, and so you know, I'm willing to answer the questions and that they want to know about my life, Elvis's life, our life together, and and that's just after um, after I this is a little bit after before I end the show that they can ask questions. Um, and, um, and and it's worked out well. I mean, people tend to they love it. They're hearing stories they've never heard before about our life, about the whys, the ifs, the others. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm very willing at this time in my life to share a it great is, story. You, you and a had been man. you had been quiet for a while, but you've never been quiet about your undying love for Elvis Presley. Well beyond the divorce, when you said I, I just couldn't keep up with the lifestyle I had to get out to save yourself, right. and you have. You've gone through the sad death of a daughter. You've gone through fights over estates. And I'll remind people that when Elvis died, Colonel Parker took half of everything that Elvis ever made, at least half. And Elvis might have had like $7 million when he died. You built that estate up to a half 
billion dollars. Right. Well, I couldn't just, I mean, listen, I um, Elvis loved Grayson, and uh, that was his home. And to open up Grayson to actually keep us, I mean, survive, to, to be able to keep to be able to keep Grayson because we were in debt when he when he passed. So I had to do something. And did I want to? No, because it was a home. It was where Elvis would always go to after a show, uh, from tours. He loved Graceland. But, I, you know, it was our savior in saving Elvis and saving Graceland and, you know, keeping it open for people to see, and which I think Elvis would have loved because it's the first thing he did when people would come is to show his home off. So, you know, it's still a, it's still a personal home. Um, and... Uh, Unfortunately, Grandma, who's lived there for years, you know, passed a few years ago, so no one lives there anymore, but it's still, you know, a home to all of us. It's a home to you, and it is yes. a place that uh, one of the top tourist destinations in the country it continues to be. Yes. And I think Elvis would be very pleased and maybe even surprised at how much his name still comes up and how much people still love Elvis Presley. Oh. He would be surprised because he, his big fear is that that people would forget him, and that was my my gift to him that that was never going to happen. Never going to happen, Priscilla. Priscilla Presley, what a pleasure, a privilege to finally catch up with you and get a chance to speak with you. Uh, Musichall.org uh, coming up March 10th on the main stage, uh, Hollywood Casino at Greektown presentation, but it's at the Music Hall. Again, have fun. I know you will. Priscilla Presley, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.